with Feel Good Music by Day, relaxing music by night. This is Inspire Radio. Be happy, be inspired. Welcome to the Inspire Radio podcast. This podcast is an opportunity to listen again to one of the many inspirational and thought-provoking interviews first broadcast on Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio brings you inspirational interviews, news of events, workshops and seminars, plus great music too. Online, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, Inspire Radio is your truly feel-good radio station. For more information and to listen to Inspire Radio, why don't you check out inspireradio.co.uk. Check out our Facebook page too, where we've got details of events on there. Our Facebook page is at Inspire Radio UK. Now sit back and enjoy this Inspire Radio podcast. With inspirational guests from across the world, this is Inspire Radio. Well, I would like to welcome Robin Goldsborough to Inspire Radio today. And uh, he's a life and business coach and Um, we're going to talk about emotional intelligence. Uh, But first, I would like to welcome Robin to Inspire Radio. So welcome. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. And uh, and would you like to share a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do? And uh, yeah, tell us all about Robin Goldsborough. So so I've been coaching um, people for about 10 years, more. Um, And I coach in two areas. I'm coaching uh, for life and for business. Um, and I bring these two together because um, one of my core beliefs is that there's no such thing as work-life balance. There is only life. And yeah. that's about if, if we don't help people integrate their life and what they do for work in a, in a meaningful and really joined up way that people are going to be unfulfilled at some level. So I'm working to help people live an, uh, an authentic life, which is um, true to themselves in whether or not it's life business yeah and that that's absolutely key and actually um authentic uh, being authentic is one of my values and it is about being yourself because if you try and start being something else that is not true to you you're never going to be happy are you you're never going to be who you want to be that's true and and i I think to some extent everybody wears a mask at at Mm. some times and sometimes we get upset or um frustrated that people don't really kind of see us for who we are but, yeah. but we're wearing this mask. Yeah. And until we take that mask off, people can't really uh, see us for who we are. Yeah. Um, and, and it's exhausting to pretending all the time. Mm. Um, and and I, I think we can do better. Yeah. I want to help people do better. Definitely. And I, and I think uh, I love the way you talk about work um, and life and, and, and it just being life and actually enjoying every part. Because work shouldn't be a chore. It should be something that you enjoy going to because that makes up so much of your life and the people that you're associated with at work and mixing with you know that that is a big part of your your life so if you're really unhappy you need to really stop and think about why am I unhappy and what changes can I make and I know it's not easy for everybody to change their careers or or whatever but um yeah I think you're absolutely hit the nail on the head you've got to enjoy life um so i mean how, how how would you suggest that people you know from from your experience as a coach how would you um suggest that people look at trying to achieve that life balance if you like well 
what what I like to encourage people to do is kind of think of the of the, of the purpose of the meaning and and what they want to create out of their life and perhaps what some of the values they want to bring to this experience that we call life. Um, I sometimes encourage people to think about well, when do you get in the zone? When do you when are you in a position of flow? When you lose track of time? What are you doing? And look for clues in that space for what you're really about. Um, and I have a couple of techniques that I sometimes take people through to really um, extract you know, what they want to do with their life. And then I play it back to them in a meaningful way that yeah. hopefully they go, wow, yeah, that's what I want to create. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but the, the, the trick for me, the, the, the clues are, when, when do you lose track of time? What do you enjoy doing? Or I, I'll answer this question. If, if you could do something and you was never going to get paid for it, and money economics didn't exist as they exist now, what would you choose to do? And who would you be doing that for? That's a massively powerful question, isn't it? And, and I love the way that you say to people, you know, when you're in that flow and you don't think about anything else, that is, that's also a really powerful question as well, because I bet there's many people that don't stop and think about that. They don't stop and think, well, actually, when I'm doing X, everything else doesn't matter because that's it. I'm, I'm loving life and I'm enjoying it. They're, they're two really powerful questions. Yeah. And things like, so I've been thinking about this recently, the, the idea that stress doesn't exist when you're in the zone. So you, you can have those two states at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. So when you look for the states of flow and work there, spend your time there. Yeah. That, and that, yeah, then we, and we would, as coaches, we just want to encourage everybody to do that. Don't we? And just, even if they can just create some moments in their life where that happens, you know, not everybody always manages to achieve what they want to achieve, but if they can start working towards that state of flow, then, then, you know, they're, they're working towards something that's good for them. That's right. And, and it doesn't always happen as one big momentous leap. Sometimes these small incremental steps. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's important. If you measure the incremental improvements and focus on the improvements, you will get that change happens like that. Yeah. And, and we said um, at the start of the, the chat that we were going to talk particularly about emotional intelligence, because that's, that's a really, um, a, a really sort of gritty subject I think and not everybody understands what emotional intelligence is um, and emotional intelligence is something great to have and explore and nurture so would you like to e- explain what emotional intelligence is and how you explore it yeah sure so so for me I, I believe emotional intelligence and managing your emotions is the ultimate key to unlocking everything that you desire in life. Um, I, I believe we are feeling creatures that think. Mm, yeah. um, and I think understanding that feeling aspect is so important and mastering it. So for me, it, it's, there's a couple of parts here. There's you know, knowing yourself you know, and, and being honest with yourself about who you are and how you feel what you're working on, what you're not great at, and what you are good at, and, and, and owning that. Mm-hmm. Um, it means having a positive outlook that you're growing as an individual and being aware of the little nuances and subtleties of the individual emotions which actually come up within us, but then understanding where they've come from mm-hmm. and what labels that you're attaching to these thoughts which conjure these emotions within us. And then 
understanding about how you then express that emotion um, to other people. You know, the way that um, we come across um, to people, the way that we share openly how we're feeling and why we're feeling what we're feeling, mm-hmm. um, the level of assertiveness and doing that with respect for people and being independent of, of others for our emotional well-being. So not saying yes when we really mean no because we don't want to upset somebody else and then we find ourselves overcommitted and then that leads us to being overwhelmed and then that makes us feel bad as individuals as well. And then, you know, it means um, how that then plays out in other interpersonal relationships and how we create mutually beneficial relationships because of our emotions, our ability um, to use empathy, to really understand what it's like to be in somebody else's shoes. And that's, that's not the same as, you know, feeling sorry for them or, you know, um, anything else like that. It's, it's about really understanding why they're feeling, what they're feeling, you know, what it's like from the challenges that they go through. Because the reality is we've all got you know, stuff in the basement. We're all carrying uh, something. Yeah. And your emotions then, um, you know, that impacts your decision-making abilities, you know, when you're under um, pressure and, and, and stressful situations, you know, how you then test reality for your emotions is really important. So how, how do you... Um, you know, if, you, if you are feeling something and it's because of a belief, how do you test if that's true or not? Yeah. And what do you do in that space? Your impulse control and your stress ma- management as well are all part of your emotions. And th- being able to manage all of that and be able to you know, own it all, I think, is, is the key to doing whatever you want to do in your life. If you can do all that, you can do anything. It is. And actually, when you, you know, just hearing you say all that back, when you think about us as humans, there is a lot of stuff going on there, isn't there? There's a lot of stuff to manage. And um, and some people do it brilliantly and they manage their emotional intelligence really well. But then it's very obvious sometimes when you come across people that don't have that empathy or don't or or just don't have um or they don't seem to have explored their emotional intelligence or those tools aren't quite in their toolbox for some reason. And, um, you know, that, that's, you, you can see the differences, can't you, when that happens? Yeah, very much. And everybody's on um, their own path and their own journey. Yeah. And, it, and it's quite possible to, you know, possible to be um, really strong in some areas and not strong uh, in other areas. And, and sometimes, you no, know, if, if, let's say for instance if if you have really strong empathy skills but your emotional well-being is based on how somebody else is feeling and thinking about your interactions with them then you're likely not to do what's right for you but you'll do something which is right for them and Mm -hmm. that'll have a negative impact so um it's about balance and it's about working on these things every single day it is and that kind of ties into self-care as well isn't it it's a bit you know all that is is about working on yourself so you can be the best version of yourself um so that you're also not compromising on your well-being for the for the sake of others and and that's not being selfish that is you know that is just making sure you're taking care of yourself so that you can then take care of other people or you know whatever it is that you need to be doing um that's that's right I, I actually call that putting your own oxygen mask on first. Yeah, yeah, um, like that. <laughs> right, and, and 
So I have a little program that I run for people, which is about taking control of their own life. You know, people are so busy running around doing things for other people. They're not looking after themselves, you know, so they don't have energy within them. Mm. Um, and, and that's, you know, that drains your emotions as, as, as well. You feel tired. Yeah. Um, so you can't be your best self. You know, we, we, let's be, we, we're all um, a little bit shorter with our, you know, our fuse when we're tired. Yeah. And you can look after yourself. Yeah. You know, that impacts your emotions as well, looking after yourself. So, yeah, put, put your own oxygen mask on first. Yeah, no, I like that. And that's quite true, isn't it? Because when you're on a plane, that's what you've got to do. You've got to, yeah. you know, you, then you can help other people. And and it, and it is about, you know, it's about the mind. It's about the body. It's about what we eat. It's about how much water we drink. It's about, you know, getting outside the fresh air. All those things all matter, don't they, to, you know, to make us um, or give us the tools to be the, the best version of, of ourselves, basically. And, that, and that's the, the it's, everything is in balance, mm. really. And the, the other things that I bring into this with people is, you know, encouraging people to be aware of their systems that, that, that they have, you know, when they eat, when they sleep, you know, what gives them the energy, the habits that they form, um, the habits that do the, the want to kind of form as well. How, do the systems are what create that. It creates the energy that you, you then need to be who you want to be. It's like you know? building your own little infrastructure, isn't it? Of this, yeah. this works here, this works there. And, and I know myself, I have a, um, I have my own little infrastructure and I know if something's not quite out of balance and it'll just mess everything else up. And I know that you know, I know then that I need to do something about it. And it's like, right, I haven't been out for a run for two days or something. And, you know, your brain starts to go, and I'm like, right, I need to get out. Um, So it's just understanding those things that when they start getting out of balance, that you need to pull those back in. That's right. And and a lot of people that I support and work with, um, what I encourage them to do is is to turn this into a process. So sometimes the, the feeling of being overwhelmed is when you're feeling everything is just all together and it's this huge bar. But I encourage them to slow everything down and then to sort of un, uncurl it and turn it into a process. Yeah. So if you recognize that your thinking is changing, you can work out well, what's triggered that, yeah. you know, Sometimes if I'm feeling, um, you know, not at my best and I'm questioning how I'm doing things or whether I'm doing the right things or I should back this idea or another idea and I feel unsure. If, if this is at 10 o'clock at night, I know exactly where the problem is. Now, I'm tired. Yeah. So I, need, I need to pack that and go to bed and then revisit the question in the morning and it'll be completely different. And it's just my state of mind, my emotionally, my emotions are different. Yeah, but I, I recognise that process, and that's really true because I think people do do forget about all those factors, and they may make decisions, uh, like you say, really late at night, and they're and they're probably the wrong decisions, and then the next day they're going to regret it, and you just think, no, just walk away, sleep on it, or just whatever it is you're doing, just mm-hmm. walk away, let your brain rest, and when you come back actually normally when you come back the the solution presents itself because your brain's had time to work it out hasn't it and that's right work out in a in a logical way in a good way rather than making you know decisions that you might regret that's right an, an impulse control that's that's what i think where we talk about when i think about emotional intelligence in, in that context i'm thinking about that that impulse control mm-hmm. that 
not to say immediately yes or say immediately mm. no or to, to send that email because you're frustrated and angry that the other person is it's just to sit with that a little bit and, and get in touch with well why what's going on and maybe revisit it tomorrow because mm. you might you'll feel differently you know, you'll see it differently and as well you know sometimes to just just trust, trust your gut sometimes and see what come what else comes up you sometimes another solution will present itself yeah, I'm a big believer in that, actually, with going with your gut instinct as well. And if something isn't, something doesn't feel quite right, you think, I need to part that for a minute and just see how it yeah. unfolds, see what happens. And generally, your gut instinct knows. Um, yeah. And then it'll team up with what's going on in the brain. And then you'll be like, ah, right, okay, yeah, I need to walk away from that or whatever. But um, yeah. The gut is the second brain. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it is. And learning to trust, trust yourself, because I th- think we, we we have this sort of paradigm that we've got to be so cognitive all the time. Everything's got to be so considered, where sometimes it's you know, the, the power of the unconscious mind is amazing. Mm. Uh, and if you can learn to trust what's coming up and surfacing, you know, and go with it, I think people will be surprised with what really happens in their life. Yeah. And I mean, I, I've um, come to coaching in the last few years and you know, it really does change your thinking about stuff. And I mean, I, I've been coaching, but not knowing I've been coaching for the last 20 years, if you like, um, leading and developing teams. But then when you start to understand and look at, at coaching and you just start to think differently and you start to look at things differently. And it's it's amazing how, um, you know, your thought process changes and you just become more open to different scenarios. And yeah, it's just, it's just amazing how you're expansive, isn't it? Yeah. And I think once you start on this journey, it, you realize it's, it's, it's never ending and that's great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's an infinite game. Yeah. Um, and I want to play it forever. It's, it is. Uh, and, and, and when, um, uh, well, I'm sure you might feel like this as well, when you get new clients and they've never had coaching before, and, and at first you might see them and they're all a bit like apprehensive and not very relaxed. And then by the time you get to an end of a session, they're like, you know, really chilled out or whatever. And you can see on their faces, it's like, wow, this is like amazing. It's like magic. Cause it, I mean, it's just yeah. talking and challenging, but it's so powerful, isn't it? It makes such a difference to people. That's, that's space for people yeah. to do deep work in. Is, yeah. is so important and and i find that a lot lots of times that pe- people are arriving and they almost feel guilty for taking time for themselves yeah and then you create this space and it's almost like that uh, you can imagine this murky water and then it all sort of like settles down and then they can see clearly and then things just come out and then they share things mm-hmm. and uh, amazing things happen in a conversation because you created that space and you can see their brain working, can't you? You can almost see, you know, when they go quiet and there's silence space, I always say, don't be afraid of the silence because, and I love, I can, you can just see it. You can see all this stuff going around in their head and how they're unpicking it. And I just find it, I find it quite magical, actually. It's amazing, yeah. amazing. And that space, as you're saying, is, is in the silence of the answers mm. are, are in that space. Once you've asked the question, they go, hmm. Yeah. And then, then, you know, it's like something magical is happening. Some, yeah. some change is happening within them. Yeah, and then you just let that happen just, and just sit there. 
So as, as a coach uh, with your business, have you got any top tips for our listeners about kind of how to develop your emotional intelligence, how to, um, you know, have that open mind, have that growth mindset and how to develop a bit further? Sure. So I, I think, I think the first thing is, is to really start to recognize what's going on on the inside mm. and, and just to observe and notice um, maybe to create a bit of a log about what's happening um, for you on the inside. Um, and it's not about judgments. It's just about noticing. Yeah. Um, and then start you know, asking yourself, well, where did this come from? And what does it mean? And where does the meaning come from that you've attached to this situation? Mm. And just sometimes we can find that actually it's, it's not some meaning that we've attached. It's some meaning from just somebody else um, who is meaningful in our lives, you know, well-intentioned parents and carers um, who was imparting knowledge on us when we were three years old mm-hmm. for not to do things to keep us safe, which we've been running these programs over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually it's time to update the software um, for those. And then once we, we bring it into our conscious awareness, then we can change it. And, I, and I, one of the quotes which which I, I love is, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct our life and you, we will call it fate. And that's part of it. Until you bring it into your awareness about what's going on, what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, and label it. And this takes time to slow it down. You mm. can't really change it. So if almost always that's one of the things that I start with with people is just to encourage them to listen and feel and just to capture what's going on and then to turn it into a process and then start to look at the individual aspects and stages in that process. And then we can start doing the deeper work together. So, yeah. Start to unpick it. So just notice how they're feeling, why they're feeling like that. And, and then, you know, use that as a, like I say, as a platform to start to unpick where they, they, want to go basically yeah the other areas that people can um work on is just to read some emails um and, and then see what comes up do you know what surfaces when you're reading the emails do you know do you feel frustrated happy and then get in touch with well where's that coming from Mm. You know, what are you, what are you believing about this situation, this scenario? Because situations and scenarios don't come with inbuilt meaning. We, we create the meaning. Mm-hmm. And if you're having an emotional response to it, you, you, it's, it's because of that meaning. It does precede it. The emotional response is after the thought about something and the meaning that you've attached to it. Mm. Um, the, the other areas that I encourage people to do is to, to, is to, is to capture times and situations when they're having that talk with themselves in the head mm-hmm. when they're saying negative things about themselves when they're beating themselves up and being generally unkind it's just to capture what's the situation the scenario there you know we're all renumerating well i should have said this and i could have done that it's just to capture those things and then we can explore them again turn it into a process and let's just explore them. well the benefit of hindsight is wonderful we all do that What's the learning? Can we can we take the learning into the future, but then leave all those negative feelings behind? And 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 sometimes part of that process is just getting out out of your head onto a piece of paper or onto notes or, or whatever it is that you you're using. And then once you've done that, then that sometimes also that that process just helps you move on as well because you've got it out of your you know you've got all that negativity or whatever out of your head onto something, and you can kind of like 
walk away from it in a way sometimes as well. That's right. And I, and I, and I think that's it. I get in it onto a piece of paper, mm-hmm. you know, things which are going around in your head at night, put them on, put them on a, 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 the part of the side of your bed and, and leave them there. They'll still be there in the morning. Yeah. Um, when, when you get up. Um, yeah. And I think my, a lot of the time with the coaching that I, that I do is, is helping people get out of their head. You know, we spend so much time in there, you know, analyzing and questioning and, you know, challenging ourselves and critiquing ourselves, you know, because we're making unfair, um, you know, assessments against other people that, that, that we see, you know, celebrities and other people that we know in our lives. And we, we've been critical and we, we think we're coming up short all the time. So I help people get out of their head and you know, realize that it's just thought and, ultimately thoughts aren't real you, know, you, you couldn't go get me a bucket of thoughts yeah you know? exactly no you're, you're exactly right and the thoughts in our head are, are what we're, we're controlling those thoughts aren't we so you know like you say it's it we can control those thoughts and, it, and the stuff that goes on in our heads our heads are amazing things and you know what humans have to put up with going on in their heads all the time is is a challenge in itself without all the other challenges of being a human, isn't it? So, it is. uh, and, I, and I think we're living in a world now where we, we, we're doing more than we ever have done at any point in, in, in our past. Yeah. And it's more complicated is life now than it ever has been in the past. Um, so, yeah, the more that people can manage their emotions, um, the happier they're going to be. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, it's been absolutely fascinating talking to you, Robin. Today. Yeah, thank you, thank you for being with us. Um, so if anybody wants to know more about what you do, if they want to get in touch with you about coaching, how can they find you? Um, the best place is to go on my website and have a look there and they can read a little bit more about what I do and the principles of my coaching. Um, so the web address is um, level seven. That's with an S. So it's S-E-V-E-N dot org so level seven dot org and you can mail me directly if you want to um robin at level seven dot org fantastic and have you got any events coming up or anything that you'd like to share with our listeners or will it all be on your website if you've got any right i'm gonna put on the website i'm i'm hoping to be able to do a a, a bigger event with a number of other coaches which i'm thinking about in okay. september Ooh, so it's still in the ideas uh phase at this time so i'll uh when, when I know exactly what it looks like. <laughs> so, so keep looking at my website. Okay. Well, you might want to come on and talk about that on Inspire Radio yeah, maybe later on here. That sounds really uh, exciting. So, yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Robin. It's been a pleasure having you here. And, uh, yeah, some really great insights. Um, really enjoyed it. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Take care. With inspirational guests from across the world. This is Inspire Radio. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Maybe you would like to join us as a guest on Inspire Radio. Maybe you'd like to feature on our Inspire Radio directory. If you would and you'd like to get in touch, then simply enter your details on the contact page at inspireradio.co.uk. Remember to give our Facebook page a like as well, at Inspire Radio UK. And once again, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast from Inspire Radio. And have the best day you possibly can. Be happy, be inspired.
With feel-good music by day, relaxing music by night, this is Inspire Radio. Be happy, be inspired.